know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hey you guys I am up Cause child I was tired I was tired tired But today This one is gonna be good I know it's gonna be good It's gonna be juicy and good It's gonna be something that you don't expect A woman to say or even admit to but I'm going to let y'all tune in. I have a special guest. She's a special friend of mine. And she's going to give y'all a little insight on what it's like, how she was when she was out in the world, before she got saved, things she went through. It's going to be good, good. Okay, there we go. Okay, so you can introduce yourself because I did like a little introduction before you came on when I was talking to myself. You ain't got to give your whole government name because some people want to keep their stuff a secret. All right. <laughs> well, hey, hi, everybody. My name is Michael, and I cannot wait to get into this juicy conversation, but I think we should pray before we get into it. Let's go. I'm, I, I was already about to ask you. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> All right. Father God, I thank you for allowing us to have a a great conversation with you, oh God. I thank you for allowing me to be used, oh Lord. I thank you for allowing the the viewers and the listeners to be touched in a way that only you can do. Oh Lord, I thank you for allowing all of our lives to be changed. And I thank you for allowing everything that we talk about today to be planted in their their mind in a part of their life, oh God. And I thank you for using them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, so so which one you want to start first? Because I want to, um, what you what you suggested when you said how you used to be, how you used to put it down. They gonna fall. <laughs> okay, so. Like, okay, so wait. So the question is, how how were you when you was in the world before you got saved? Let's just start there and then we can just go to that topic. Well, I think that can describe it. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, this, you can go there then. Okay, so when I was in the world, um, well, let me clarify this up. Being in the world is when you are not in the will of God. Mm-hmm. You're not in what he wants you to live. So, when you hear Christians say you're in the world, they're not judging you. They're just saying, like, you're not in the will of God how he oh. wants you. You're just living your life how you want to, basically. Obedience. Mm-hmm. So, basically, when I was in the world, I definitely had a mindset of, the like, the Brandy song. I won't put it down. You're going to fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I was so confident in my body. I was so confident that I can have sex with any guy, and they would fall in love with me because of, like, the end results that I could give. But... I later on learned in my Christian walk that, you know, like women like that, they are agents of Satan and they are possessed. Their body is possessed. Their mind is possessed. I was possessed. 
So you so, so you saying that was a spirit you was operating yeah, that was in? Okay. Yep. And when I did have that mindset, I thought that I thought that was getting love because I mean I just I don't know why, but I thought that that was gonna allow me to get love into my life or allow a man to want to be with me and we would be together forever. Like. I know it's probably a lot of people that think about think like that. That oh shoot, I know I can get him. He'll love this. He'll keep coming back. But that's not a good mindset to keep because you at the end of the day you're not losing nothing. You're not getting nothing but yourself and your work mm-hmm. loss because every single time after I had sex with those people, like I just felt like like I was nothing. Like I had to try to win them, and somehow my personality my personality it couldn't win them. Like. We had some things in comment, but it wasn't winning them, if I'm clear enough. So, what's some things, like, what's some things that you did, like, to, like, describe, like, was you planning this out? Like, how did you plan this out in your mind? Like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and then, like, was it planned out, like, manipulated? Like, he was pretty much manipulating men to do that? Like, uh-uh, no, I want to manipulate. manipulate. <laughs> 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 I wasn't manipulating nobody, but I was, this is for the guys that were, that felt like they were interested into me. Like Mm -hmm. they feel like, oh, I like her. And then I was, I felt like I wanted to give them a, a, even more reason to like me so I can have them strong on only me. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they was only connected to me. They couldn't find nothing else out here like me, but that's not the right way to think at all. Cause at the end of the day, you giving up, you giving up the good, just like everybody else. It's nothing better about you. Y'all all going to be in the same trap situation because sex is a little more deeper than mm-hmm. just giving your connecting with your body parts. It's an emotional thing. So ties. So did, did you have soul ties like with those individuals? Like, do you remember having soul ties? Yep. I remember every single time, like, I would be so happy and stuff. And then afterwards, after we have sex and stuff, like I start feeling like the pressure that they under, I start feeling it and I'll be able to relate a little bit more to them. Mm. And they would take my joy away and they would be happy at the end of the day. And I wouldn't, they would be like, what's wrong with you? I can't explain what's wrong with me. Cause I'm like, I was under attack and I didn't know by their demons and the demons that connected from other women, everything, everything attached to me. Mm. So what was your breaking point? Like, how, how did you stop that? What was my breaking point? Uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't even mean, I didn't even plan to ask that question. It just popped <laughs> up in my head. What was my breaking point? Um, my breaking point was when I saw that I was not getting nowhere. I saw that I was tired of I was tired of going in the same circle. I noticed like, okay. When you are in the world, you can't notice that you're going in the same circle. Like, mm-hmm. you're being attacked by the same spirits around you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand until I got tired and I got fed up. And I just, I'm like, God, I need you. I can't, I really can't do this. Like, <sighs> it just, God got me to a point where, well, let me start. Let me first start when God broke me down the very first time. Because I thought that I wanted to start that mentality of just, like, dating a lot of guys and stuff from when my husband, well, he was my 
boyfriend back then, but he was like messing around with a lot of women and I like found out about it and I wanted to hurt him. So I wanted to do the same thing, but shortly God slowed me down and he made me have a baby. I didn't understand right then and there what was happening, but if I would have never had my daughter, I would have continuously like fell under the, like I would have been just gone for real. Like I would not be in God's will. Um, and we'll, can you repeat the question to me again so I can you know I got bad memory <laughs> all right <laughs> we're oh, one was enough I remember one was enough okay so um also after that little big old hump I went through with my own life and then I when I was going through my own life after I had my daughter um I that was a real desperate time for me to find God because this was when I was allowing men to just come in and out of my life like I was trying to, I was trying to feel safe, but I wasn't mm-hmm. safe. Like I, I didn't, I wanted to feel important because I felt like I messed up because I had a baby um, and everybody around me, they kept on, they didn't think nothing much of me. So I wanted to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also wanted to show my baby daddy. <laughs> I wanted to show him that I like, I'm beautiful. Cause I feel like I wasn't beautiful because me and him, we couldn't make it work to be together. Um, and I feel like after the baby, like it was true how everybody explained it. Oh yeah. And it's not going to work, but surely life happened and it did. Um, what brought me to my breaking point? You experienced Mm -hmm. that part with me. Um, you remember when I got caught up in that mess and I had Macy, Mm -hmm. I was, I was going, I was with a man that God did not want me to be with. And God tormented me a whole, like, a lot. Um, but before he had brought me to get torn down to my breaking point was when he showed me a dream months before it happened. Um, he showed me a dream of the guy that I was dating. Um, I went upstairs in his attic, and I saw a baby carriage, and I saw some girls around the carriage. Mm. And I I went outside, and I, I asked him, I'm like, what's going on? And then I, it's like, I turned around in life and God was talking to me like, well, you got to start over. He gave me a chance to start over. And a couple of months later, I had ended up getting into a mini accident on the freeway and I had to call that guy. Cause I always wonder like why we couldn't work because he seemed like a cool guy, guy but mm-hmm. couldn't work. Um, but I ended up calling him. He ended up coming to the rescue and he was going to drive my car to my house and I had to get in his car and he had to drive and I, I had to get in his car to drive his car to my house. And basically I saw an ultrasound picture on the seat and he wasn't going to tell me, but God oh, yeah. before. So I was real broke at that point, like super duper broke. And I, once again, I entered the chain of wanting to give myself away. I gave myself away. Then I got myself in a bad situation and I just, like, that was the the darkest time ever in my whole entire life that I ever experienced. Like, uh, so, so when you, uh, I'm sorry. So when you said, like, you wanted to get back at your, uh, get back at people, like, what would you tell women who think, like, oh, let me get back at him. Let me go get my bite to another guy to make him mad. Like, a lot of women think that's okay to get revenge. Um, I don't feel like a woman do need to get revenge. I feel like. I feel like you need to notice the red flags that God gives you. And if you don't take heed to those flags, 
there is a consequence mm-hmm. to suffer with wanting to suffer mm-hmm. with the person that you are with because you don't you don't have to take that route at all because God got something real good and pl- good good in store for you and I know it's hard for people to believe that but God always seems to get the glory out of the darkest situations because he, mm-hmm. he is a God of light not a God, a God of darkness when you're in darkness he can bring light to your life and bring life into your life and I mean for, for to answer that question I would say that don't settle that's that's just don't settle it's hard to set I mean it's going to be hard but don't settle getting revenge not gonna do nothing but allow the enemy to have a trap over your life like have leverage over your life mm-hmm. a covenant with him so he can come back to backfire against you I used to be the queen of getting revenge and it just like it was like planting a small seed and it just grew to like me just being 10 times more broken than where I started so I'm like it's not working out no more me trying to get back at somebody like mm-mm but guess what? In the midst of the storm, even if you got yourself in that bad situation, God can still make a way out. Cause you remember when, like, I wanted, I, I sunk, I, I got revenge of what happened, and I ended up getting pregnant. And I got pregnant with one try. And <laughs> you talking about one Remember, try. I got pregnant with one try. <laughs> That's all it God set me down. You remember I was in depression, like you had to just mm-hmm. try to motivate me every single day. I was like deeply in depression and I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't really want to eat. Like I was just so unhappy with my life. And I had heard a sermon. Um, I wanted to get an abortion. But I remember I remember you uh, you you said that. Yeah. I remember you asked me. I was like, What? You saying this? Because you don't you definitely disagree with abortions. Yes, definitely highly disagree with them. And I like, but when you at your lowest point, you would get, you would try to get anything to yep, try to beat the lowest thoughts. Yep. Yeah, but you can't run from the wrath though. Like nobody can run from God's wrath because he judges rightfully to every situation. But in the midst of my darkness, he still ministered to me. He still told me, he said that a lot of people, they haven't went through with it. They didn't go through with it. But guess what? I got something in store for you at the end. Mm-hmm. And surely... At the end of all my chaos and my mess that I had went to, I went through. I thought I was nothing. I thought I was starting over to nothing. And God made a way for me to get married. I thought I would never get married in my whole entire life. So what was like the root of why you choose to do that with being like before? Like me when you was doing that, like making them fall in love. Like what was the root up underneath all of that? Like, was it your childhood, something that you've seen growing up? I would probably say it was, maybe it was my childhood because I did see my mom hopping from man to man. And I didn't, I never saw her in a stable relationship. So, I mean, people, they go off of what they see. They don't actually know what they're doing, but they go Mm -hmm. off what they, they think they know. Like, okay, I know that, I knew that I was... I was something, but I couldn't prove to, I wanted to prove to them that I was something, but I had to learn later on in life that you can't prove a man what you are. You just got to be that woman. Like if he, cho- if he see that good in you, then he will acknowledge you. Cause first of all, God will present us to the man. The man has to call us his woman. You didn't in, in the beginning in Genesis, you didn't hear God say here, here go your woman. God, mm-hmm. I presented her in front of him, and he, he. I mean, Adam was like, "This is woman, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh." He called her, so 
yo the guy that you trying to that's, that's, that you are going to go after he's going to notice you any other questions? oh yeah i went i didn't want to cut you off so what would you tell 18 year old like who what would you tell your 18 year old self right now at this moment after everything you learned every, after everything you've been through like what would you tell your 18 year old self what I would tell my 18-year-old self is that I am something. I am going to be something. I do not have to prove nothing to, to this world because um, I I struggle with trying to prove myself because a lot of people, they, they thought that I was going to be nothing because I had got pregnant and then I didn't finish school on time. Um, like, I just got myself in a lot of mess. They didn't see me past being what my mother was when she got pregnant. So what would you tell people like that's pregnant? That's a good question too. Like, what would you tell people that's pregnant? Like, I feel like a lot of women think like I got a baby now, so my life stopped. But like to me, like my life just started when I had my daughter. But it's like a lot of people feel that way. Like my life is over, but it's like really not. Yeah, your life just start when you have your baby because now, because I remember when I first had my baby in a room. Like I remember when I first saw her and I was asking God like. I'm like, well, how do I love her? Like, what am I supposed to do? I came home by myself with my baby. Um, Because I'm so happy that God made a way for me to be able to have things for me and my kid, even though we didn't have nothing. Like, when I got pregnant, I didn't have nothing at all. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I do remember always crying out to the Lord, like, because I just felt defeated. Like, my whole pregnancy, I was ashamed of myself. But I don't, I feel like to everybody that's pregnant, and if it don't work out with the kid's father, don't shame yourself down. Don't try to seek out revenge. Don't try to be in a competition because, first of all, God blesses the humble and mm-hmm. the forgiving heart. Always keep your heart in forgiveness. Always be humble. Um, and it's not over for you. Just keep a you need to keep a good prayer life and a good relationship with God because he will provide all your needs. Like when you don't know what you're going to have at the end of the day, he will he will be the other parent basically mm-hmm. that's good that's a whole word he will bring you birth out the woman that you still supposed to be like no matter what happened because like say say if you because like it's easy for us to say like okay we was crying out to god like it's easy for me and you to say that but what about somebody who don't have a relationship with god but they looking for it like how can they start off with that like they probably thinking like where do i start like what would you say how you start off building a relationship with God, not just going to church. Like it's bigger than going to church. Right. It's, it is definitely bigger than going to church. Um, I feel like if you listening to this podcast, you want a relationship with God. And this is where it starts, honestly, because you know, God exists. Um, second, listen to your list. You, well, I can't tell everybody to listen to their heart because it's many things that can lie in your heart and you can see them deceived by your own heart. So I would say, Listen to the thing that's opposite from you that wants to do right, because not all the time you want to do something right. But I know that the Holy Spirit always speaks to the heart in a a way that peace, like peace given, that's God, that's of God. Um, If you're looking to have a relationship with God, simply read the word, even when you don't understand, read the word. It's going to be plenty in your heart and you going it's gonna be times when it come up and it like you gonna learn something. Pray to God first. Ask Him to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and show reveal to you what this word is saying because nobody can read the Bible without 
having the Holy Spirit there because the Bible is written in parables. Mm-hmm. Like the world cannot understand. God will speak to your situation and, and also just simply say a prayer to God. Go to I was just trying to tell people about having a prayer closet. I was I used to procrastinate a lot about having a prayer closet, but as soon as I got one, like just like so many prayers started getting answered and ask God to speak to you in a way that you will understand and nobody mm-hmm. else because he will speak to you in a way that you will understand. Um so when you was when you was out in the world, did you listen to certain music like yeah, <laughs> like what type of music and like did, did it affect your decision making? Like the music, like I definitely you. I listen. I listen to a lot of Detroit music. I listen to a lot of. <laughs> oh, you were good. <laughs> yes, I was a little racket thing. <laughs> oh, sound of babies. <laughs> no, it was, it was Lonnie Bands right there. Oh, oh yeah, you Yeah, um. I would say when I was in the world, I listened to a lot of crazy music. But guess what? It was degraded. It was degrading the women mm-hmm. in every song. And I would like I was calling women bees and stuff in every song and stuff. <laughs> and I had to, I didn't even pay attention to stuff. I thought I was being hype and stuff. Trying to that was my inner self trying to be Fit like in. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be like men, and I wanted to be appealing to men. Like I don't know why. I just wanted to attract to men. Um, and it seemed like a lot of guys be attracted. Well, I thought a lot of guys attracted to women, um, that wanted to relate to them. But a lot of guys, if you pay attention to the men around you, they are so broken. Yeah. They cannot give you what you think that they going, they going to give you, they can give you a baby and they can give you their opinion, but the opinion going to be speaking out of brokenness. It's so many spirits and music that I didn't understand till now. Like, like killing and stuff every every time you sp- speak of any of those things you speak that stuff into your own life mm-hmm. like you become with with the spirit that's like okay notice when you're driving in the car if you playing a real hype song you want to turn it up and you will start driving fast yeah <laughs> it's the spirit inside of that yeah that's why i probably drive slow because i listen to the old song <laughs> Yes, it was so many songs, uh, it, even women, that they talk freaky in the songs and stuff. But those songs, what you talking freaky and stuff, you having a spirit, a sexual spirit come inside of you. And that leads, when you speak that stuff, it becomes a part of your life. Because the devil doesn't have power. You have power. God gave mm-hmm. you power for this earth. And what he wants to do is plant a seed inside of your head for you to speak things out. And when you speak things out, his his kingdom gets the glory and his will can be done in your life. You speaking against your own will. Yeah, that's like I don't know. It was I don't know what song came on yesterday. It was a it was a freaky song, and I in, instantly started thinking about sex. And I haven't thought about sex in forever. And I'm like, wait a minute, I had to hurry up and turn the song. Yep, a sexual seduct seductive spirit inside of that <laughs> that music. And I was like, I don't even want no sex. I'm good. <laughs> And I'm like, nah, I want to get freaky. And I don't want to get freaky. And I'm like, no. And just like the um the little savage challenge. Oh, when yeah. Megan, yeah, every listen to all the words that she's saying. Those words not of God. You speaking all that stuff into your life. You saying that you claiming that that that's what you are. Like, that's not you gotta pay attention what you speak. Cause everything has a hidden agenda in inside of the, the songs. You gotta see who they talking to. Because a lot of people, they be singing to the devil, for real. 
So, like, what about, like, you know, like, Cardi B and, like, City Girls? Like, that image they put out to the world to let women think it's okay to just be half naked or just... I forgot how the City... Well, how that City Girl song go? I forgot. Y'all, I don't know. Listen. I don't listen to them. Yeah, but... It's just but like I know what just... you're talking about, though. Um, My perception of the City Girls and Cardi B, first of all, I feel like they, they making women want to, like, they portraying them as whores, like... Mm-hmm. First of all, what I mean, if you find a real good man and stuff, what good man gonna want his precious items to just like his his rubies mm. just everywhere, like his hidden just he wanna shine, he wanna like ex- display it on a certain level, not on a certain level to have other men wanting what he want because men are so stingy mm-hmm. they don't want they don't want no other man looking at you they don't want nothing. So why would a, a real man that wants to be serious with you take you serious if you just like they can go to the club and see that a woman half naked and just being just out here like that? And what else? What, what was the next question? Uh, yeah, like so. So what would you tell? Like obviously, like this is girl. I won't say her name, but oh, their message. Okay, their message. Was that what you were talking about? The message that they, they put? Yeah, like putting out to women. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like they feel okay. It's a real feminist spirit inside of the city girls and the Cardi B. I know when y'all think of feminists, y'all think of women like fighting for themselves, but mm-hmm. it's actually women wanting to be in charge over other people and be governing over other people. Um, I feel like they are lying to you. I feel like they are trying to tell you that you can live all these ways and there's no consequences. Like, um, every time I ask, just like even my younger sister, I ask her, well, why you like them and stuff? And I mean, basically she feel like they feel like they, the set, like the male versions of they, they, the female versions of the males. Do that sound right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get you. They trying to be the players, just like how guys are. They, they want to play guys, how, guys play mm-hmm. but just like I said earlier it, you cannot play the game that they play because God will judge you <laughs> um and also it's it's taking you away from your womanhood because a woman is full of, of wisdom a woman loves what about when you become a mother what like would you tell your child to would you tell your daughter to go become savage over a guy that she don't know using a guy like being a sugar baby like I don't I don't think so uh, is that so, clear like, yeah I, I, I get you I get you I get you because I, I have to write while you talk I can remember my next question but like no, it's this girl on Facebook um, each time she get her heart broken I noticed that she become more half naked on social media, and like, what would you say to women who like who feel like I have to show my body to social media, like just to get attention? Like some people on social media is dying for attention, and it's really like out of their brokenness. I would tell that woman that she doesn't need to get attention in the way of the flesh, because when you like expose your body and stuff, that's that's your outer man. It's three different parts of us, just like it's three different parts of God. And God definitely created us in his image. It's our identity, like who our name is. 
It's mm-hmm. the spirit that lives in us and it's our flesh. And that, that shows that it's a spiritual battle going on with inside of you. Like it's some brokenness. It's some it's a problem because you can't go after the person your feelings inside because you torn up. So you gotta like listen to the person on the outside to show that I'm I'm somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did go through. I felt like that was my way of showing that I'm somebody because I used to be half naked and stuff. Like I used to have tops to show my boobies and stuff. Yep. Like everything. <laughs> I know I did. Yes, I didn't. I I didn't attract nobody but men that wanted to lust over me and have sex with me. That's it. Like I know it's it's a lot of guys out here that only want to do that, but you a real big target in their eyes when you're dressing that way. But then I, huh? And I feel like. I would tell that a person also that's your time to seek God. Mm-hmm. Like if you really looking for a relationship with God, seek God right then and there when you hurt and broken because he can heal you in a way. Like sometimes we be like so hurt and longing in the inside and we just wanted to, we be want to escape on the outside, but we mm-hmm. can't, you can't escape from the inside. You got to heal. So what is healing to you? Like if you, if you can, what is healing and like, how do it start? healing is a process I can say that I don't feel like a person can ever completely heal because Mm -hmm. we live in a world and we always going to be triggered back to things that hurt us Mm -hmm. but I can bring us peace because in my life he has brought me like peace when I'm in situations where I, I just I'm traumatized and he can tell me, go to the root problem. When you're healing, mm-hmm. that's when you're going to the root source of what's like what hurt you. Like we <clears throat> we need to go back to our family, our mother, mm-hmm. our father, our childhood. Why do we feel this way? Um, what made us get to this point? Healing goes back to the root problem and understanding the root problem. So whenever you get faced back, because it's always gonna be the same battle to see if you overcame it mm-hmm. it's always going to be problems in our life it's to expose the plan of the enemy healing basically because people think when they healing they think they just healing from that current situation that they got in or that broke them but it's like it's like 10 times deeper than that like you got to go super deep like it's something your mama did the reason why you choose me and like people don't go deep I realize people don't like to feel they don't like to sit in their pain and feel it they just numb it with different things like them temporary yeah, like, fill-ups. Alcohol, weed, mm-hmm. make you not forget, they make you forget about it temporarily. But what they don't know is every every rejection, every form of trauma or hurt in our life, mm-hmm. just from that one situation, it can lead to a lot of mm-hmm. situations. Yeah, it grows. It doesn't it grow as you grow. Mm-hmm. It's a spirit. That's good. So as you grow, it's gonna grow. Mm. I got the spirit up here. <laughs> no, I don't know what to ask them. Oh, wait. So what mark do you want to leave on this world? Like what what is your goal? Like to just with women? Like what do you want? What mark do you want to leave on this world? Like what you want to be known for? I would like to okay. The mark that I want to leave on this world, well, I feel like God called me to the to be the Elizabeth to the Mary. In the Bible, Elizabeth was a woman that, like, God heard her cry to have a kid, and she had a kid, but the kid was going to be to help 
spread the word of God. Mm-hmm. But Mary came, Mary found out she was pregnant too, but Elizabeth was already far ahead in her process of giving birth and in labor. So she was able to guide Mary and teach her and tell her how to handle this big gift that she had. So I feel like through the trials of my little time span of my life that has already happened and the time to come, I feel like I'm here to break women free and set them free from the trap of the enemy of feeling like they're nothing. That is good. Feeling like, because it's a battle in the inside of women. Like, if you make a one mistake, you feel like you just messed up your whole entire world, mm-hmm. but you didn't. And that's that means it's a battle within from the person that who you are and the basically who you are now, who you want to be and who you are now. I want to help them get to where they want to be and see how the person they are now can help them get there to, to meet up with that person. Because right now, it's just a, a training ground. You're going to keep going through trials in your life mm-hmm. and... It's gonna it's gonna take a time it's gonna take some time to get there and your life is gonna be like labor pains and pregnancy pains because everything that needs to be birth perfect it has to go through pain. It's like the what is it the wine the breaking the compressing like you make the finest wine you got to go through stages to get good wine the grapes yeah. they gotta, gotta beat go it yeah press it like a lot of, it's gotta be a lot of beating mm-hmm. it's just like giants they gotta go through a lot of burning. To get to where they want to get to be to shine bright, and you better preach. <laughs> it's a it's a lot of it's a big trap of the enemy that's out here that women are under attack because women hold the power to break the generational curses, mm-hmm. the crush head mm-hmm. of the serpent. Just like the in the beginning of the Bible, God told the woman that she was going to birth out something to crush the serpent's head. So the the enemy wants to attack women in a different way where she can birth out what he wants her to have in his life and not what God wants her to have in her life. Not to birth out the perfect will, but birth out his will. Because if he birth out, if she births out his will, then he doesn't have to worry about God crushing his head he gonna always he gonna still be here and rule over the lives you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, was I clear enough for them I, mean, I just got the question I was about to ask earn it so no there it go so uh, what would you say to <sighs> brain freeze wait let me think okay so what would you say you know how women always say I keep dating the same person but it's a new face like yeah like how how can you break that habit? Like you just keep running to the same problem, but it's a different face. Well, I feel like women that are going through that—that's a spiritual attack, yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. because you dating a familiar spirit, mm-hmm. and you—it's not you wasn't the first person to date that spirit neither. Yo, it, that's a generational curse. Mm-hmm. That the spirit that followed your mother or your father—it went on to you, but guess what? You got the power to break that generational curse. You got to go the different way. You got to seek out to God. And when to break that curse, you're going to have to build a relationship with God. He will expose that enemy and he will like through praying, fasting and 
building your relationship, you will see that that spirit going to go because you're not going to have the aroma of what that that thing that's following you wants. Because right now we got a certain aroma on us due to our parents. But we was called, God caught us in our, our parents' life and our family's life um, to break the generational curses because he saw that you were strong enough to do it. You don't have to pass on any of those things to your children. Hmm. That's a whole word. Did did you think like so when so you're you're no longer toxic? So when you like in a healthy relationship, not was it like a hard adjustment to like go from not being toxic no more? Like did you bring some of your old ways with you? Like while you was like forming a better healthy relationship that you're in now? Well, I wouldn't. I would not say that my work relationship is healthy, and I wouldn't say that it's toxic. I would say that it's healing mm-hmm. because. Me and my husband, we both come from a long path of our own toxicness that we caused each other in our own lives. Um, and we have to heal our old person so we can be able to move forth, move forth. It's a lot of things that like that are being exposed. And I feel like me being married, that's what pushed me even more to go to my prayer room and cry out to God, because it's a lot of things like I'm it feel like I'm never satisfied. And I want to be satisfied. Like only God can satisfy you. Like not satisfy you sexually or nothing, mm-hmm. but like, satisfy your mind. Like heal your mind, because it's a lot of bad memories that pop up in my head and stuff that I I noticed. And from me seeking God and God, He been leading me to the root problem. So I would say that I'm in a process of healing my old person and moving forth so God can birth out who I need to be. So how do you, like, for women, like, so how do you know if you should heal with your spouse or if you should heal by yourself? Like, for people, like, outside of, like, you, like... That's a really good question. (laughs) Okay, so if you, like, me and my husband, me and my husband, we jumped into marriage and this is what a lot of people get wrong with marriage. People think that when you get married, you're going to run away from your past and stuff, but not knowing that you're going to have to start, you starting over and you being born from what you, you got to take away everything that you first knew. Cause it's not that way. It's not, y'all not about to serve each other every day. Y'all got to deal with each other. Y'all got to live with each other mm-hmm. and y'all got to break y'all old ways to become one. And that's the biggest fight, but y'all becoming one, y'all going to have to heal. So I would say to a woman that that isn't married right now, I think right now is the best time to heal because you don't have to worry about trying to walk on eggshells to not break this other person, but let out all your emotions. If I'm clear enough, because mm-hmm. both of y'all are going through a break, y'all both going through a real hard time. So if you by yourself, you don't have to worry about being defeated like real hard of like it's it's a lot of humbling mm-hmm. and and sacrifice like if you can't you can't move forth and birth out what you need to because god gave us one command to be fruitful and multiply you want to uh say your question no i was listening <laughs> oh no, i'm sorry i, I heard you talk i didn't want to over talk you no I, I was listening <laughs> but um uh, so i always forget this is my memory uh, but it's like I forgot. I really did. <laughs> I just right. forgot. I'm gonna go back. You tell me. Just cut me off when you're ready. All right, it'll come back. <laughs> Holy Spirit, bring it back. Go ahead. 
Mm. Holy Spirit, bring it back. Yeah, if people out there that got bad memory, y'all gotta pray against that. That's a, a spirit from the devil to make your mind. And listen, so you it, it just got back. I'm sorry, but it just got back like this. Like this conversation, like my memory been excellent lately. Like it really got back on track. But I don't know what every time you say something, I'll think of something like That's a good, attack. It's been good, but I don't know what's going on lately. But I, I know, like, women, it may come back. I think it's coming back. Like, women, they would be with somebody, and, like, they'd be like, should we heal together, or should I just separate myself? I feel like, especially when you got years with somebody, you like, do we just work it together, and we just fix each other together, or do I just walk away? Like, when do you know it's time to walk away from somebody? If you're single, you can walk away. Anytime. If you're single, walk away, because... You you signing yourself up for something that you don't know about. <laughs> but if you marry, don't give up. Like keep pushing, keep fighting. Y'all can heal together because God will make a way for y'all to heal because y'all already under an oath by Him. Mm-hmm. When you walk in under the will of God, you do not want to go against the God. You do, you do not want to go to the side of the things that God hates because if you enter in what God hates, that means you enter into His wrath. I mean, I don't want to be religious or nothing, but I feel like God can make, he can turn tables. Like I haven't seen so many things in my life. My little few years of my, well, my, I'm going on my second year of marriage and I've been through a lot, like make you want to not get married, but God turned so much stuff around. And to the women that aren't married, I cannot stress this enough. You do not have to stay in that situation. You do not have to try to make anything work. Because if it's if it's gonna work, first of all, mm-hmm. you get a man that surrenders himself to God. Because if he cannot hear from God, he cannot love you correctly. Come on now, not, he is not going to love you correctly because because he's not going to be mm-hmm. faithful. I, I can't say I'm not saying that everybody's not faithful, but he's not going to have an obligation to be faithful to you because he's not faithful to God. Mm-hmm. And I say that because God in the Bible he commanded men to be faithful to their woman. Um, loved his woman like Christ loved the church so why would he listen to that if he not listening to God you always gonna have challenges come and fight your life you have room to you have room to allow him to come back in your life but I feel like you need to heal and some people don't know where to start to heal you mm-hmm. need to heal it you need to go to the place where you don't want to go like a lot of people it start with not wanting to be alone that's a problem right the, here that's the you biggest that's the biggest thing yeah if you don't want to be alone, feeling like you you nothing because you alone. The alone time is when God talks to you the most. And that's the time you should cherish, honestly, because God can make you be noticed. Maybe you settling in that relationship. God can make you be noticed by somebody else that's faithful to him. Because mm-hmm. in the Bible, throughout the Bible, you will see God pull kings out of thrones and call uncertified people. He do a lot of things. I feel like you should not settle. I mean, you may love that person, but are you? Do you love that person, or are you tied to that person through a soul tie, or you don't want to disappoint? Oh, I should never did this. I'm learning myself. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. That like, was a word by itself, Jesus. Because a lot of us, we don't want to let the other person down, but mm-hmm. you got to think about it. Yourself. You only let yourself down. Yeah, you set up Ooh, we. You're not, you're not doing nothing for your own life. Because if you did something for your own life, you would say that I'm broken and I want to heal and I need God to heal. And I want God to lead me to what I need to be led to because that's where the relationship start with God. If you know how to serve God correctly, 
then I feel like you know you would know how to love your husband correctly. You would know how to like submit without having because I had I found myself in my marriage. I I have a real bad well I I'm working on it now. I can't claim that over my life. I had a real bad snotty attitude like pride. Pride is not gonna give get you nowhere. And I had to learn how to communicate because I wanted my husband to know how I felt. But through my marriage, I saw that nobody in this world was as faithful as God has been in my life. Like God has become my best friend in this whole entire world because he hear every cry, literally mm-hmm. every single cry. Cause if, cause it's the, from my relationship when I wanted to stop doing the stuff that I did, I simply started by telling God, like, okay, God, can you can you give me signs to show me that you working with me, that you hear what I'm talking about? And I would say, pray about little things. And he, he will allow those little things to happen. I'm like, dang, oh my God, God really heard me. And also, when you, a, a lot of times when we're in relationships and stuff, we when we be praying for people, we need to pray for our own self because when if if it's right our end, God gonna make it right on their end because mm-hmm. he's a, a graceful God. So when is it time to let go? Like like that's like a lot of women question. Like when is it time to walk away? It? And that's it. It's time to walk away when y'all not doing nothing but having sex. Y'all having fantasy like y'all fantasizing about what y'all want. Ooh. What y'all and what y'all need like I can't stress this enough if he not seeking the Lord and stuff and if he can't wait for you and have sex and stuff because I know a lot of people they got urges and stuff but a real man he will wait for you um, if you that important to him he would definitely yes, wait if you that important to him he would definitely wait for you he would definitely change his life for you like I noticed, like, okay, in the beginning of my relationship with my husband, me and him, like, we was in a competition. Like, well, I wouldn't say a competition, but we was, like, trying to hide ourselves from each other because we felt like we was we was waiting on the next person, each other, to hurt each other, basically. And that kept us from loving each other because we was trying to wait on, okay, when, when the hurt don't come. So when we got out that stage of knowing what acts and when the hurt was going to come, then that's when we was able to move forward. But if you not married and you in that stage where y'all just added like seeking revenge, only having sex and stuff, then I mean, maybe some situations where you can talk to the person about it and both of y'all can give yourself to Christ and stuff. But if you in a relationship and you got to compete and you got to just satisfy only his flesh, if you only satisfy satisfying his flesh and y'all can't have an intimate conversation, get deeply spiritual and, child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's spiritual. Then y'all, y'all, I think maybe, maybe y'all should second think. If you feel like you want a competition with other women, then maybe you should like step away. Anything else? I should have did. I should have did one with Charles too and got his opinion too. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe one day we we should do one. Yeah, we gonna do one. With, <laughs> I want to hear his side. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. He not. He don't say a lot. Yeah. I know. I'm maybe say one day. Like, he's still yeah. on his. He's still working out. He's still getting himself in line with God and stuff. Um, I would say. It's a real deep process. Even when you start feeling the pain, don't give up because God, he sees us in our, God, you, did you know that 
everybody they be wanting to blame their trials on the devil, but God don't he the one that put us through our own trials. He allows he some wanting, things to happen. Yeah. He allows everything to happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens without God. The devil he can't move unless God say so. Ugh. Yeah. God not putting that torment and that hurt on you because God is not evil. Mm-hmm. But the opposite of God is darkness because God is light. So everything that lies in darkness is all of the things that you're feeling, the, all the evil attacks and stuff. Just like if anybody, they ever want to, if they going through something, they should go read Job in the Bible. Because Job, he was uh, one of God's faithful servants and he went through a lot. But God, he heard everything. Um, is there anything else? Okay, one more question. So what would okay. you tell a woman that's like battling low self-esteem? Like, have you ever experienced that? And like how you overcome like low self-esteem? Yes. First of all, if you battling, battling with low self-esteem, I think you should go into prayer immediately because when the that's an open gate to have fear come into your life. That's an open gate to have jealousy come into your life. And just like earlier when I had told you, the devil don't have power. He got to use us. Because we the ones that have power over this world. He gave us power to speak things into our life. So when we have low self-esteem, sometimes we cursing others. Mm-hmm. And we saying stuff by jealousy Ooh, out of yeah. our mouth. And when we curse others, we curse our own self. I definitely so, did that. Yeah, you got to just, you got to appreciate yourself. If you can't appreciate yourself, that means that's a real red flag. Okay, I need to heal. Because you are perfect, like. I cannot stress that you are very perfect. God created you so perfect in somebody else's eyes mm-hmm. that they will see. You do not have to fight for nobody's attention. You don't have to try to prove yourself to nobody because God see who you are. These people on this earth, they don't know like what you feel inside. They don't, they not, if they can't hear what's in the inside, then you shouldn't care. With them seeing on the outside, it's still not going to be enough for mm-hmm. them. Anything that you give on the outside is still not going to be enough because guess what? It's always going to be somebody with something better and you got to accept that. And it's always going to be somebody with something less. You got to accept that. You got to accept where you are. And w- once you accept where you are, that's when you can start healing because that's when you're able to confess and say, okay, you can, you're able to admit and have a sober mind to admit where you are so you can start your process. Oh, wait, that's what I, I I remember when I was my last situation and I remember being so insecure, like bitterness, jealousy, like everything started coming in my heart. And I'm like, this is not me. Like I was so jealous of like other women. And I'm like, I'm not a person that envy women or even yeah. look down on women. But the more broken I get or the most or I allow somebody to make me have low self-esteem and it made me look at other women like I wasn't good enough or like they was better than me. And I was like, that's not who I am, though. And like, yeah, you ain't but see all the good qualities that you got in your mm-hmm. own self. You forgot all the good stuff that God placed inside of you because the devil trying to come trick you and make you feel like you got to be where this person at. But guess what? That's what people go wrong, too, because when people are insecure, that leads to jealousy mm-hmm. and them wishing what they had over their own life. But you don't even know what's made up and what's not mm-hmm. people they make up they outside that you don't know what's tormenting them so when you wish about what they have in their life you wishing all they demons everything that comes with them into your life and then your life get even more hectic and chaotic because mm. you don't know what they battling with they probably covering they self up too 
that's like that's like social media. I, I feel like that's an everyday thing. Like I can't sit on social media for too long. Like to see people acting like that or just comparing themselves or just talking down on people. Yeah, it's a competition thing. But God God, he handles pride. Like in order to enter into your relationship with God, you're gonna see that God gonna start like touching your heart and making your heart understand into every situation. Cause at first I, I used to be to a point where I was only just so strong in my own mind where I only thought about what I would do and not thought I didn't think about the other person but God will come like he'll bring you down to a point where you're gonna be humble and stuff that's the only way that you he gonna move into your life because if we got a heart of stone we can't receive his word his word is love if we got a heart of stone we can't love Mm that's a whole word Mm. okay I'm gonna let I don't even know what to say now I'm gonna let you end it with a prayer but thank you I really I really really appreciate this I feel like I was the student I'm not teaching this time oh my goodness excellent so we can end it with a prayer I hope hope this touched somebody's life I hope this changed somebody's mind or anything about anything that they going through or whatever so do you want me to tag you in this or no because like the last person I respect their wishes because they said some personal stuff on it so I didn't tag them in it, but it's like, is you open to people knowing who you is? Like, um, well, if they ask you who I am, I think you can tell them. But I, I don't want to. Okay, good. Them. Okay, good. I, I didn't want to tag people. I, I want people to just to learn without trying to put a face to it. Just hear the person, hear the teacher, right. and learn. Okay, that's cool. Okay, let's. You can end it with a prayer, and I appreciate you so so much from doing this. Well, thank you. Okay, well, my first prayer is for people that want to get a relationship with God and even if you don't know God to accept God into your life Lord I thank you for their life oh God I thank you for touching them in every way and every form oh God when two or more are joined oh God you are in the midst oh God I touch and agree that the person that's listening oh God will have a relationship with you oh God oh Lord if they are in a, a place where they don't know where they are, oh God. I thank you for finding them, oh God. I thank you for reaching into their heart, oh God, and, and telling them that they are the one, oh Lord. Oh Lord, I thank you for touching them and blessing them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, oh God. I come against any demonic spirit that wants to keep them down, keep them from knowing their true self, oh God. I thank you for shining your light on their emptiness and their 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 darkness, oh God, and allowing them to come to the light, oh God. Oh, Lord, I thank you for touching their ears, oh, God. I thank you for allowing them to be the head and not the tail, oh, God. I come against any form of manipulation in their life right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Any manipulation that will allow them to not hear your voice, oh, God. Oh, Lord, I thank you for allowing your holy angels to protect them and fight for them as they go on, oh, God, as they seek for you, oh, God. And if you want to accept God into your life, my prayer is, you can repeat after this, Lord, please help me. Oh, Lord, I know that you are real. Lord, I accept you into my life. Lord, please continue to reveal yourself in my life. Lord, I know that you died on the cross for my sins. Amen. Hallelujah. I pray, amen. Well, I hate that it has to end. Kiss the babies for me, and I'll talk to you later, and thank you again. I really appreciate this. (laughs)